the Elite Life Podcast. With your hosts, Trisha and Kylie. Here, we guide you on a journey of personal and professional transformation. Revealing the secrets to success. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we unlock the doors to the elite world of growth, grit, and grace. So, let's dive in. What up, Elite fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Elite Life Podcast. I'm Kylie, and that over there is Trish. Say hi, Trish. Hi. I'm Trisha, and today we've got a special episode lined up for you. As you know, 2024 is an election year. Yay! Blow my brains out right now. I just like it because you get lower gas prices and hopefully lower (laughs) interest rates. And when you're in real estate, that's a great year. Wonderful, wonderful segue into this episode. So we wanted to put something together to prepare us all mentally, emotionally, and physically for the nauseating onslaught of ads and door knockers and door hangers that you're going to see that are taking up all the space of the real estate stuff that we should be sending you. (laughs) So as you navigate through this political storm, we're going to teach you some things to save your sanity. Absolutely. So let's dive into it. What are we talking about first, T? Well, first, let's talk about work because, you know, we work. (laughs) (laughs) And in any professional setting, the constant buzz around politics can become overwhelming and potentially it can disrupt the whole harmony of the workplace. So it's really essential to like establish a balance that allows for healthy discussions without compromising the overall positive work environment. Culture is super, super important. And I can't have somebody running through my office screaming, I love or I hate XYZ. XYZ. Yeah, and it it can be tough to keep your mouth shut. So for all of you out there who are on the no filter train like I am, it can be very difficult, especially when you hear other conversations taking place uh, about topics that you are exceedingly passionate about. So uh, when politics dominates every conversation, like I said, it can be very challenging to focus on the task, maintain product workflow. So you're clicking along, doing your duties. You hear so-and-so in the other room trashing your side. So your first instinct, if you're me, is to get up and tell them exactly why they're wrong in all the ways that they are wrong. But you don't want to do that. So to address this, my first tip is to set clear boundaries, right? Um you know, politely communicate with your colleagues and your coworkers and the other people in the office, letting them know when you're when you're just not in the mindset or when you're just not interested. Um, this doesn't mean that you have to shut down conversations completely, but rather choose appropriate times to have those conversations. And I just feel like probably just 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 saying not not at work at all is probably best. I would know? agree because it really it makes people feel uncomfortable. Awkward. Yeah, awkward, uncomfortable. Like I've been in the office before and like a conversation will start about Cheez-Its and somehow it turns into some hot button topic. And yeah, I'm now like, we're talking about abortion. Yeah. yeah and I'm like, okay, we're all going to stop now and we're all going to like go back to our desks. And like if you are are not the boss like me and can make everybody just shut it down, <laughs> um, you can shut it down for yourself and just shut the door to your office. Like just remove yourself from the situation. If you are like Kylie and you're very passionate about something, see how I said it in a nice way and not crazy about things. <laughs> like, um, yeah. 
shut your mouth. You're throwing Molotov cocktails left and right. But we have to be respectful and considerate of other people in the workplace because that's that's an important and safe space. Absolutely. And it needs to be politics free. And just quick tip, if you are in a bullpen or you do not have a door to shut, you could totally make a sign. I've done it before. I've put a sign literally on the back of my chair or on the top of my desk that says, don't talk to me and call it a day. There you go. And if people come over to talk to you, whether you need to, they want to talk to you about this or that, you just point to the sign and be like, I am head down working. I'm not conversating. I will see you at lunchtime. Right? Perfect. Love that. Um. So again, setting these boundaries helps prevent potential conflicts that can arise from different political views. And I mean, I know people who are on my side of the line who I don't agree with on things. I mean, Trisha and I are pretty much, you know, on the same team for the most part, but there are the finer details that we've just decided we will not discuss with one another because we want to maintain a friendship. Yeah, I mean, I generally have a no politics role. When I hear other agents and engaging in these these conversations that involve politics, like I am always the first person to excuse myself from the conversation. I've seen you literally, like you just said, I've watched her come into a room and... She was like, hey, everybody, shut up and go to work. Yeah, it's just better that way. She looked me in the face and been like, don't you have homes to show? Don't you have clients to serve? Go do your work. Talk about this later. Yeah, absolutely. And it's and that is okay. You know, and this can foster a culture of mutual respect, acknowledging that, you know, one thing I'm constantly telling my daughters when they come home and whether it's something they hear on the playground or something in school or at lunch or whatever, and it's something that we don't agree with, whether it's you know, what's going on in the world or what's going on in our community or behavior or whatever. I just look at my kids. I'm like, well, you know what? Just because we don't do things that way doesn't mean that other people don't do the things that way. And that's the beauty of the country that we live in. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion, perspective, way of thought. And, um, you know, it is good to get different perspectives. It's good. Like, that's one thing I like about Candace Owens is that she is open to talking to people who she 150,000% does not agree with. But if it, it is good to get these different perspectives, just not at work. If you want to have a conversation, take it to the bar after work. Go get some chips and salsa, have a margarita. That'll loosen things up and your conversation might even go better than you thought. <laughs> sure, sure. Let's talk about relationships because I feel like that's an even touchier sensitive space than work, which yeah. is, you know, it's like work is already like super touching. You got to be careful. But like when you and your significant other don't see eye to eye, like that can that can get rough. Yeah, and it can be a sensitive topic. So navigating political discussions with friends and family does require some finesse and you need a little bit extra if you're like me and you have zero tact whatsoever, especially during an election year when tensions can run very high. So it's crucial to acknowledge that politics is a a sensitive topic. People often hold very strong and passionate beliefs surrounding their ideology. And however, you know, may, you, you have to put it in perspective as like, this is one year, it's one president, it's one term. This is my mom. This is my dad. This is my spouse. This relationship, like you have to decide, is this a hill I'm willing to die on? Like, do I really want to create a rift in this relationship over the fact that I believe in X and they believe in Y? So just put that into perspective there. I mean, like if your spouse is not on the same side as you or your mom believes something different, it is okay just not to talk about that. Talk about the weather, talk about birthdays, talk about, you know, Aunt Susie's new baby. 
there there are other things that are more important than politics because they are going to last a lot longer than the guy who's going into office. That's such a good point. I I am always shocked by the stories I hear during election year and people's that sh- people that straight up write off family members. They burn like, the whole family down. Yeah, like I will never speak to this family member again because they didn't vote for Trump. And I'm like, have you lost your free loving mind? Like you wrote off your cousin, niece, nephew, brother, sister, parent over it's- an election. Like you said, like it's four years that those people are in office. And another thing to remember is like, they don't care about you. You you think that they're writing off family members and friends for you? Like, get some perspective, people. And the other thing is, is like, I have one specific family member in mind whom I love so, 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 so much who he gets very strong, passionate feelings about things. And I want to be like, you know nothing about what you're talking about, but I have to remind myself that everybody's doing the best they can with what they have Mm -hmm. and they utilize the information that they're given. And I'm like, listen, just because the media told you X, Y, Z, you understand like that doesn't mean that's actually how that's working. Yeah. Like, and they can get this information from anywhere and it's misinformation. So they're passionate about it because how it was presented to them even though it's wrong, right. but it's almost impossible. Like, here's a great example. I went to a church service, and the pastor was talking about a specific bill that was going to be passed. And the way that he talked about this bill made me think, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize that's what that bill was saying. And I was like, oh, I have to vote against that. That's crazy. Like, absolutely not. That is not okay. But what did you do next? But then I read it. And I was like, that is totally not what this says. Like, that's definitely, like... His interpretation and how he gave it to the church and what the bill actually said were two night and day different things. And I was like so mad. I was actually like, Dave, I'm never going to this church again because I was so angry that he chose to use his platform. And and everybody gets to use their platform their own way. But I felt like it was very much misinformation because you disseminated this information in this way to make people believe this. But that's not actually what it was. So now Mm. everybody at that church that, I mean, this is a gigantic church with thousands and thousands of people. Now they're all going to go and vote on something because somebody that they know, like, and trust deeply with their souls told them that this is this and it isn't. Yeah. And that's, that stinks. And that's not those people's fault. They're going to go tell, like, I went and told people, like, oh, this like, did you know what I heard this morning? Yeah. And, and then when I went straight into Kylie mode, didn't you? I did. Straight there. I was like, I didn't pass go. You did not collect $200. You went straight to Kylieville. Yeah. But I learned a lesson. I learned a lesson in that you can't just take what people tell you at face value. You have to do the The research. Yeah. That, I think we have that in the know a little bit further down. But honestly, truly, you guys, you know, I get my information from a lot of places. The mainstream media is not one of them. And I am still like, like Trisha said, everybody's working with what they got. You know, I encourage everybody, whether you're on this side of the aisle or that side of the aisle, if you really want to make a case for your position, the very best thing you can do is educate yourself, 
understand the um, opposing perspective and have those conversations in a nice way. But that's not what we're talking about. We're discouraging you from having those Well, yeah, because you know what? Avoiding heated debates doesn't mean that you're suppressing your opinions or your emotions. Exactly. It, it means that you're going to approach conversations with a mindset of openness yep. and respect. And instead of trying to persuade someone's views, just focus on understanding their perspective. Like you might learn something new. So just actively listen to their concerns and their beliefs and create a space for reciprocal understanding. And you know what? If you don't agree, like that's super fine. You may you may say, you know, it, that's so interesting that you see it that way because if you read the the literature, which I can shoot you a link if you want to actually read it, um, it actually breaks down to XYZ. You may not have known that, but like I'd love to share the link with you so you could read it for yourself. I can yeah. totally see how you got that from what your friend, pastor, sister, whoever told you. Right. right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, and the other thing that you can do just to if things get a little tense, um, just try with your relationships to focus on the shared values that you have. Like I said, Trisha and I do not agree on every single thing, but when we do have conversations, we try to focus on the things that we do agree on. Um, when I'm talking with family, when I'm talking with friends, if things get heated, again, I come back to our shared values. And that doesn't always have to be a political conversation. You know, you talk about family, you talk about faith, you talk about other things. There are other things going on this year, people other than the stupid election. Yeah, so. Michigan was national champs. Detroit the just Lions won just won. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sh- shift the conversation, right? Redirect cuz you know, it's essential for our mental health to like take some breaks oh, with the yes. election. Step away from the constant stream of political news. Get off. Get off the social media. Set boundaries around what you're consuming. I mean, it's no different than COVID, y'all. You have to like stop reading the news, right? Yeah. Engage in some activities that bring you joy and help you relax, like whether it's reading or exercising or just spending some good time with your loved ones, freaking grab some paint from Hobby Lobby and do a a paint, (laughs) right? Like paint together, go for a walk, like prioritize prioritize your mental health and your well-being. Like, Like I said, like these politicians... They don't know who you are and they don't care about you. So stressing yourself out and wrecking important relationships or your job is not worth it. That's great advice. So let's talk really quick. We kind of touched on this um, about educated voting. Educated voting. So, you know, we live in an area of information overload. Being an informed voter, I feel like, is much easier now than it ever has been. And it's also more critical. You know, with the election shaping the future of our communities and our nations, for our children, for our nieces, um, it's essential to just kind of go beyond and, and, and do what we talk about. Make sure that, you know, you're not relying solely on headlines or social media snippets or those little audio clips, you know, that go viral because those often do provide a very skewed or incomplete picture, like Trisha just said, of exactly what it is, you know, and that will lead to misinformed decisions. Oh, yeah. Like, and I mean, you can't even believe what you do see because there's AI and and they will change what they say and what, like, Dave showed me a picture the other day and I'm like, that is so fake. Like, I don't know how you can't see how fake that is. Like, it was like so silly. It it wasn't, it didn't even remotely, even just glancing at it, it didn't even remotely look real. And it was a politician and like a little girl, Dave. 
dancing. And I'm like, he literally was taken off of like a picture of him at a podium. And like, he's like standing like this. And like, then there's like a little girl who's like holding it. And I'm like, that is not real. And they real. both have three arms. Right. I'm like, that is not real. So like, truly try to, like, if you do want to delve into this world, truly try to understand the candidates and their actual policies and be able to engage in like, thorough, real research. Like if you're going to have an opinion, make sure it's actually a fact-backed opinion, not one you see off the media, not one you grabbed on Instagram. So like explore multiple sources of information, reputable news outlets, candidate websites, um, independent analysis. If there is a website that ends in .gov, it's going to be a lot more relevant than your Facebook news, right? right? So seek a variety of perspectives and actually read the bills for yourself. And if it feels too overly academic for you, one hack I learned at U of M going through college, very strong academic papers, is I will copy a very academic paragraph and I will put it into chat GPT and be like, explain this to me like I'm a child. And then it'll <laughs> be like, you know, X, Y, Z. So it breaks it down for you. So if you truly read it and you're like, I don't get it, you can break that down into simpler, you know, a simpler way to understand with ChatGPT or an AI service. And all of those are free. Yeah, that's good advice. Because fact checking is a vital component of the research. And you want to verify the accuracy of the statements, the claims, the stats that are presented, um, you know, by these candidates. And like Tricia said, you want to make sure that you are looking at reliable sources. And by doing so, you're going to ensure that the information that you rely on to make your point um, or or establish your opinion is going to be unbiased, which is going to allow you to make better decisions based on what you find rather than just misinformation that's floating around out there. Yeah. And don't forget that making decisions based on accurate information involves a, a commitment to critical thinking. Like- yes. Let's like once you get the information, like sit down and think about it. Like one thing I do is when I hear something, a something, whether it's political or whatever, I, th- I sit back and I say, okay, who or what is this person or source that I got this information from? Do they have any skin in the game? Would they have any reason to skew this information, to lie about this information? And if they do, I go a little bit further because, I mean, you might get this snippet from, you know, a you know, a news source. And then you say, well, that doesn't sound exactly right, but I'm I'm concerned now. So now I'm going to go on the internet and I'm going to find other sources to maybe corroborate that or disprove that or explain it in a different way so I can get a better perspective on exactly what it is. Yeah, that's super smart. Um, And even easier, like, uh, thing that I often will do is if it's something like regarding children or women's rights or things like that, I really try to think about like, if I was in this position, like if I got, if I found myself in this position, what would I want to be able to do? What decisions would I want to be able to make? If, if my 14 year old daughter found herself in this position, what would I want to be able for her to be able to make decisions about? Or what do I feel like she's too young to be able to make decisions about, right? Sure. So really putting yourself, like this may not be a position you would ever find yourself in, but try to visualize if you did because right. things 
happens sometimes, right? So really opening up your mind to like the what ifs, if you were in that, how would you want to be treated? What rights would you want to be able to have? If you lived near that, how would that make you feel? How would it affect you personally? Instead of just, well, my mom's going to vote this way, so I should vote this way. Or my grandpa always voted this way, so I vote this way, right? Like, let's, let's really got critical about this and evaluate, you know, the actions of the candidates and voting histories and inconsistency and commitments and what's actually been done and followed through on and what hasn't. Absolutely. And don't forget, like, you can always get involved. Like, there's, you know, it's very important to get involved in in civic engagement and civic duties, getting involved in local discussions, attending town halls, encouraging others to vote. <clears throat> I encourage others to vote whether they're on my side or not because that is what we are here to do. That is our duty as Americans. And if you're patriotic, you vote, and that's the end of it. Your voice matters and That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) Well, there you have it, folks. Tips to survive an election year in style. Set boundaries at work. Find common ground in relationship. Prioritize your mental health. And become an informed voter. Let's let's make 2024 a year of positive change. Yes, I love it. And we thank you so much for hanging with us. I hope these were helpful tips for you. Don't forget to share the show. Hit that subscribe button if you like the show. Like the show wherever you're listening. And make sure you come back next week because we drop fresh stuff every single Thursday. Bye! Thank you for joining us today on the Elite Life Podcast with Trish and Kylie. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend so we can keep delivering you more fantastic insights on grit, grace, and growth. Stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook, where we'll keep the ideas flowing to help you build a life you love and leave a legacy you can be proud of. Until next time. Realtors, are you so over spinning your wheels, spending more money than you're making? Sick and tired of buying leads that have already talked to six other agents? Then stop. MyStarsAcademy.com offers real estate training, coaching, and business scaling for agents and brokers. It's your turn to learn from experts in the real estate, mortgage, title, and home warranty fields. Their combined knowledge brings you over 80 years of experience, so you do not want to miss this opportunity that only MyStarsAcademy.com offers. This is your one-stop shop to learn from multiple experts in the industry in one space at your pace. These coaches have boots-on-the-ground experience and track records of success at all levels in the industry. Agents have been using this program for years to ensure they ramp up quickly, 10x their checks, and level up their real estate business. And brokers use this trusted system to train their agents, which saves them time and frees them up to do what they do best, make that money. The Agent Accelerator Program has training modules on everything you need to know from business setup and goal tracking to finding free leads and even how to leverage your social media to build a constant flow of clients. We teach you how to convert more leads, which convert to more closings and equals more money in your pocket. Plus, we offer a money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose and tons of knowledge, tools, and resources to gain. So head over to MyStarsAcademy.com today so you can start making more money now.